Hey everybody, welcome to another night of Walk It Out. My name is Gretchen Cannon. I'm the community pastor here at Grace Church. And you're about ready to see part B of a conversation that I had with our senior pastor, Steve Eden, as we talked about what it looked like to be out with the crowd. Like Jesus never lost sight of a lost and a dying world as he lived connected to the Father, but also as he did ministry and life right alongside of the people that were closest to him in his in his inn and in his circle. And so if you didn't catch last week part A of this conversation, I highly encourage you to. We had a great conversation about what it looked like to have a flow of up, in, and out, and how we're designed to live that way. We also got to talk about servant evangelism and some other things that you'll actually get to catch um, just a deeper level and some other avenues in part B here in just a second about what it looks like, as well as like, what does it look like for me to mature in my out? And so as we process, as we dive into this conversation, I just want to go ahead and go to the Lord and open us up in prayer. Father, we thank you for who you are, and we thank you that you designed us to be conformed to your image, which is a perfect picture of a balanced life and what it looks like to live here on earth. And Father, I thank you that although sometimes it's intimidating to grow in the areas that we're not strong in, Father, you are never, um, you never leave us in that. When we choose to remain connected to you all the time, you are there right beside us, growing us and maturing us, providing us opportunities. And um, I just ask that whatever that we need to hear as we go into this uh, conversation, You will speak to our hearts what that is in Jesus' name. Amen. You guys enjoy. Right, right. And so out can look like preaching, but it could look Mm -hmm. like praying for people. You know, we saw um, casting out demons, healing the sick, driving out disease, you know, all of those things. Feeding Mm -hmm. 5,000 is is servant Mm -hmm. evangelism. So how many times did we go and do back to school at Dollar General or hot dogs? I remember being at a funeral one time and that that person said, hey, you're the Mm -hmm. hot dog guy. But we just had this reputation where we would go and and what's wild is, and I do liken it to the feeding of the Mm -hmm. 5,000, because they're just serving them. They're putting the goodness and generosity of God on display we're out there giving away backpacks and right. back to school supplies, and then people are coming out mm-hmm. putting stuff on our table. People that uh, just out of the neighborhood mm-hmm. saw what we were doing, right. wanted and they to wanted to be providing. a blessing too. Yeah. Why is that? Yeah. Because the image of God mm-hmm. is written into human beings, yeah. and when we tap into Him, His nature, His actions, His attitude, there's something in a human being mm-hmm. that's drawn to yeah. Him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember in the early days... Um, it was where where our building was. We had that stop sign right, right in front of yeah, the building, right? That was amazing. And and so for me, I was a local school teacher there in, at Nakoma Park Intermediate. And on Tuesdays, our staff would talk about they're going to take Westminster North home, even if it was out of their way. Because we were giving out drinks, yeah. Sodas, <laughs> yes. bottled water, yeah. hot dogs, hot dogs sometimes. sometimes, yeah. And yeah. so it, it kind of became. The, <laughs> and the if thing. I remember right, that stop sign wasn't there mm-hmm. when we first right. were there. They right. put it in, yeah. and I was like, "That that yeah. was the Lord." It was it was perfect. Like within a year of because people moving. had to stop right in front of yeah. our church 
And so we just met him at the stop sign with all kinds right, of stuff. Right, exactly. It was great. But but what it was is like we became known as the community. I remember one time we went around with light bulbs and went around to different people's houses and just yeah, said, Yeah, to replace light bulbs. We, yeah. Do you have any light bulbs that we need to change? Yeah. And people were like, what? And then the, the uh, couple across the street, they didn't even have a church family. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember this, but... Um, that his wife had gotten sick, and he came over and said, "Can you guys pray for yeah. her?" And um, what, did she have Alzheimer's? Mm-hmm, I absolutely yeah, remember yeah. it. They had that wooden fence. Yeah, yeah. that tormented mm-hmm. him. Yeah, yeah. And he needed comfort by the Holy Spirit, right. and and just praying for them. So that's the beautiful part of servant evangelism, because yeah, you know, maybe it's a soda, maybe it's a hot dog or a turkey dinner. What ends up happening are these divine right. appointments where. They uh, Jesus only initiated nine of his 41 right. evangelistic encounters, but because of who he was and what he was doing, people would mm-hmm. engage him. Yeah. That's the same thing right. that happened with the neighbor. The school, the city, uh, just different ones when we were in Tacoma Park. Yeah, and small even at Dollar General, mm-hmm. when you know, you'd know you have yeah. one or two people call you to the side and say, why are you all doing yeah. this? They really wanted to know the heart of the gospel and the goodness of God that was behind mm-hmm. what we're doing, because most of... You know, most of the churches, if they're in town, they're doing a fundraiser right. or something like that. Right. Uh, we even did, remember the free car wash, and people would just freak out because they couldn't believe it was well, free. not just that. We were in Midwest City one time doing it, and somebody took money and threw it out, threw the, it out window. the window. as they drove off. So I took it and went to McDonald's bought and bought cheeseburgers, <laughs> and we gave them out to everybody yeah, that came. Because we didn't know what to do with it. They're like, what are we going to do with this? But so. they were so challenged yeah. to receive... Mm-hmm. And see, this is this is a key because that's why I think it does a good job of portraying the gospel because God's love is free and salvation is free. They can't be earned. And sometimes as Americans, we're receiving mm-hmm. challenged and that, you know, gentleman throws, he's got to pay for it. Right. He can't receive it. I remember telling people sometimes just in the verbiage uh, when they'd say, why are you doing it? We're trying to teach people to receive because mm-hmm. you cannot become a child of God. John chapter one, verse without 12, receiving, yeah. without receiving yeah. him. And uh, so, you know, you look for those opportunities. I'm not saying that servant evangelism is for every church or everybody. You do need to preach the Mm -hmm. gospel. There needs to be power and demonstration. Mm -hmm. I mean, we we preach the kingdom of God here with absolute conviction Mm -hmm. that when the gospel of the kingdom is announced, the Holy Spirit will put on a clinic. Mm -hmm. He will put on display that God has more power yeah. than the devil. And you don't, you like you don't have to do all these things, but to be balanced and be conformed to who Jesus is, he did them all. Yeah. You know, and so we have to get out of that mindset. One of the things that you said at the kind of towards the beginning was that you just you're just available. Mm-hmm. But your definition of being available mm-hmm. is totally different than some step some people's definition of being available because you are wired very naturally for the out. Yeah, so some true. people are like, "Man, Lord, I'm available," but all they do is go to work and go home. Yeah. And it's like, "Well, where is he going to use you? Yeah. Yes at home or yes at work?" But like and so and so letting the Lord grow us in the areas, like yeah. use us the way we're designed and gifted and called to use, but if you're, also grow us. If you're not wired that way, it's almost good that when you start up in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, with the Father, that part of your declaration, part of your prayer time is, uh, Lord, I give you permission to bring people across right. my path today that need to know how much you love them or 
You know, mm-hmm. start there. Right. It doesn't have to be that or I recite all deal with my social Romans. awkwardness. Or, <laughs> yeah, you know? right. I mean, like, heal me right. from the social anxiety that I have or awkwardness or, you know. Yeah, give me because, your love right. for them. Yeah. One of the things I thought about, too, that's great about some of the outs that we've done here is it's married to in. Mm-hmm. Because we, as a community of people, are doing it. It's interesting Within the Thanksgiving Day outreach, you have the pie people mm-hmm. every year, the same five, mm-hmm. six people. I mean, there's some added mm-hmm. every once in a while, but Ken Mann and some mm-hmm. of them, uh, they're doing it together. And I yeah. think you can do out with your in. Right. Perhaps yeah. you should, you do, should out do out with, with your, your in. in. Yeah, right. Absolutely. It's family on mission. There is the, yeah, there's the individualized, mm-hmm. like you're saying, right. being available when you go to the bank or you go to mm-hmm. work. Right. Certainly. We talk, we talk yeah, a lot about that. I have to that. be available when I'm at work a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we talk a lot about that. Yeah. Uh, people who work at Tinker mm-hmm. or at uh, Walmart right. or wherever it may be. The and schools. and the mindset, you know, because that is when you're when you're more or less by yourself, unless you have coworkers mm-hmm. that you're praying mm-hmm. with, which is a great idea. But um, just having that idea, like, man, I wish I could work at church, you know, because all I work by are heathen. Mm-hmm. And the Lord's going, dude, right. <laughs> I I sowed you there right. yeah. because there are people there that need to see yeah. me, need to see my goodness. It doesn't it doesn't all have to start with a tract. Or Romans Road, or talking to somebody about Jesus, man, start building bridges uh, with goodness, right. kindness, generosity. Kind of be the message that God cares about yeah. that person. So I'm going to tell myself, um, and then I have a question that kind okay. of you led me into that you don't know about. So, uh-huh. um, but I was struggling in a really dark season, and I remember walking through Walmart, thinking, "Why am I even here?" Mm-hmm. Like. And you probably remember that season. And this one lady just looked at me and she caught my eyes and she smiled. Yeah. And it just exploded something inside. Yeah. Like she didn't talk about Jesus. I, you know, I mean, nothing. But right. just, she just like, in, like intentionally caught my eyes and smiled. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, I can get through this next couple hours. Like that was yeah. fuel inside of something me. Something as simple you know? as that. And I think yeah. it's in Peter where he says that by your good works, by your smile, mm-hmm. by your... I mean, mm-hmm. he doesn't go right, that right. specific, but uh, that allows you to be able to be prepared to give a reason right. for the hope that's in you. Yeah, Something just as simple as that, having that uh, mm-hmm. Jesus countenance at work every day can open a door where somebody says, hey, I'd like to know who you yeah. know. Not Christ, I want what you have, the Christ that's in I you. want to know who you know. Right, yeah. the Christ that's in you, that's the hope. Well, um, you talked about like people working out at Tinker or whatever and being sewn there. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you have a degree, I but do. it's not in ministry. Right. I have a degree, but it's not in ministry. Right. Right. Uh-huh. But right now we're sewn here to mm-hmm. work at the local church. Right. And so... What would it look like in your degree? Tourism? I don't remember what yeah, in the world it is. Business, bachelor business. of Business Administration and Tourism Management. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what would it look like for Steve's out if you worked in that field? Okay. I mean, think about it. Like, would you right. would you never preach the gospel? <laughs> Let me say <laughs> this, because I just had this thought while you were talking. Neither of us have been to seminary. Um, we both have degrees from... Uh, universities Mm -hmm. here in Oklahoma, why are we here? Why are we sown in the church? And immediately my spirit just leapt uh, to equip the saints. We're here to empower 
others mm-hmm. with intimacy with Christ, the truth of the real gospel, you know, uh, what do we call it? New covenant mm-hmm. uh, economy. economy. Yeah. So this grace lens that he's he's forever with us. He's walking <laughs> with us, partnering us with him. Yeah. And putting them on display—that's that's why we're sewn here. So I got to tell you this before you answer my because question. Because we haven't—we're not like <laughs> professional theologians no. here. We are raised up from within the body of Christ to equip the body yeah. of Christ with. Hey, here's who God really is through Christ. Here's who you are. Mm-hmm. Now let's go—you know—partner together. Yeah. So uh, Annie, our family pastor, and I just got back from Red River, New Mexico, up in the mountains, and. Something had happened. I was working through some uh, discipling stuff, and I don't remember what that happened in the conversation, but the Lord reminded me that he's called me to forerun, which when you look up that word, mm-hmm. one of the meanings is to run through the carnage where other people won't have to. Okay, yeah. And it's it's exactly what you're talking about. It's It's not because I know everything, but let me test drive this a little bit right, yeah. before you get in the car with us, and let's... let's yeah. Right? Like right. he gives us vision and he says for us to do this, like as a as Grace Church, as a body or as, as this particular facet of the ministry. Yeah. So he's like, get in the car and drive it a little bit and then bring all the passengers along because it's forerunning. It's running through the carnage. It's like making the path. Yeah, you that's know? so and good. And that's all it is. All of us to a T, whether it's the staff, the elders, the board, we want you all to win. We mm-hmm. want you all to live the life, experience mm-hmm. the Christ life, you know. Uh, as far as if Steve is managing a hotel. There you go. Or uh, in my major, you could do hotel management, like conventions mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. stuff like that at hotels. or Organizing. Des- yeah, or destination development. And that was my side. Destination development would be like, Hey, can we, uh, is there enough demographic and finances mm-hmm. and all that families in Midwest City to put a Disney World there? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was kind of the side I, I did in the way of, uh, was that, is that a feasibility type study? Is that what they call Go it? Go for it. Anyway, let's say though, I am at a hotel or I'm uh, mm-hmm. helping manage Disneyland in Nakoma Park, there Oklahoma. There you go. <laughs> One of the things people say about me here is they know I'm here because I'm singing. Mm-hmm. Why am I singing when I come here? Why do I have joy? Because I know I'm called here. Right. I'm I am graced to be here. Mm-hmm. So in finding that, if I'm called and I'm graced to be at that location in Nakoma Park, I think one of the ways out looks to me is I'm going to be myself. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sing. I'm going to have my scriptures. I'm going to love the mm-hmm. Lord with all my heart, mind, soul, and strength and my countenance. And then with that, I'm going to ask Lord, who's mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. that maybe you want to show yourself yeah. to? I, and I think what that'll lead to, I literally saw in my mind people coming to me mm-hmm. at that front desk mm-hmm. when no when no customers are there mm-hmm. and saying, hey, can I talk to right. you? Right, right. Uh, and it will be preaching singing. the gospel. That's right. It's just not you, to a, a large, to a large audience. Yeah. You come in here singing all right. the time. What's and I, and I would love to tell mm-hmm. them. I would love to tell them. That Jesus is the greatest thing I've ever found. Mm-hmm. And and he's he's not confined to a book. Man, this scripture will come alive when mm-hmm. you meet him and know him. But he he didn't come and just show himself to us mm-hmm. in a book because yeah. I would tell him, You're not a book. Yeah. He came and showed him, took your form, mm-hmm. showed himself, mm-hmm. talking about God, showed himself to you so you could know him in that capacity. So I would share, I I, I think people would come and ask, but then also uh I could I could begin to organize mm-hmm. Uh, let's get together and talk about Jesus. Right. Maybe, maybe I would be uh, harmless as a dove 
Is that what it says? Be, yeah. What is it? Harmless as a dove. And wise as a serpent. Wise as a serpent. Yeah. Uh, hey, I'm just going to do this Bible study or whatever yeah. if you guys want to come. But man, then just worship, welcome the Lord yeah. and introduce him to him. Yeah. So um, I, Brian and I met you when we came to life uh, Christian in 1996. Mm-hmm. And it is not 1996 anymore. It is not. That's right. <laughs> so I've seen you grow and develop in your confidence, in your call, and not yeah. just here at Grace Church, but yeah. your call even in the out, mm-hmm. you know. And um, there's a there's a description of you I'm going to read. Okay. And I want to just marry that with what you're talking about, because there's some people that might see you because we're in 2021 and 1996. What it was at 94 when you started, maybe? Yes, I was it thinking, was 94 yeah. when I became the outreach pastor. Yeah, because that's when I graduated high school. So I was. Oh remember. wow! Yeah, okay. I know, right? And so, so from 1994 to now, you've had a lot of development, right? Not just from the Lord, but mm-hmm. also other people mm-hmm. that have poured sure. into you, and yeah. you've you've watched, modeled, and you've you've watched either up close or far away, yeah. and then you've just went and tried stuff too, right. right? Tried and failed, right? But there's some people that might be watching that's like, man, I long for that. Like I know that that's what He's asking me to do, but like I'll never be able to do those things because they're seeing the developed you, right? Right. Which uh, is why I, I wanted you on here to talk about out because mm-hmm. like you're like the perfect picture mm-hmm. of out. Chris <laughs> Moik's a, a local pastor here that discipled me. We always talk about that. Like if we could snapshot Steve, like he is the perfect picture of out. And so for those of you that maybe are listening to this and like you long for it, but you don't know how to get there. I just want to read um, something and, and then show you like, if you identify with some of these things, if you just put into practice and if you get around people that are willing to go do out with you and not be uh, scared and cheerlead you on when mm-hmm. you fail and when you succeed in your obedience to the Lord, like you'll grow in your out. Absolutely. Absolutely. So <clears throat> winning others over. Right? Uh, okay. Yeah. Street you, finders. You enjoy the challenge of meeting new people and getting them to like you. Strangers are rarely intimidating to you. On the contrary, strangers can be energizing. You are drawn to them. You want to learn their names, ask them questions, and find some area of common interest. That's right. So that you can strike up a conversation and build rapport. Now, your bent is obviously for the kingdom. Mm -hmm. But even with that, it may have taken a little bit of time to get to where that bent was that. Before, it may have been like OU football or something. Yeah. Um, some or it people, may have been about me, it, that I really right? did want them to, to like, like me. And, and we all have that to a measure. But how smart is Jesus? I know. That he takes, I know. He takes a I'm not even guy done. whose Hang number on. one uh, <laughs> personality trait is winning others over, over and then puts the kingdom and the gospel right. in him. Right. And that's what he wants to win people right. to exactly. is the Lord. Yeah. So it says some people shy away from starting up conversations because they worry about running out of things to say. You do not. Right. Um, not only are you rarely at a loss for words, you actually enjoy initiating with strangers because you uh, derive satisfaction from breaking the ice, making a connection. Right. 
Once that connection is made, you're quite happy to wrap it up and move on. Mm -hmm. There are new people to meet, new rooms to work, new crowds to mingle. In your world, there are no strangers, only friends you haven't met yet. <laughs> yeah. And lots of them. I know. And I, that's the truth. I consider him my friend, even if I just you know had a five-minute conversation. I know. With, hey, it's good to see you again. You it's know? like... So, like, they're your friends? <laughs> right. Well, yeah, you know, you're like, that is, whoa. That is true. Yeah, yeah. No strangers, only friends I haven't met But yet. there's some people that may have this bent. Like, what I just read may describe them, mm -hmm. but they haven't, they don't know how to mature in their gift. They don't know how to um, get brave enough to start doing out. And so, what would your, um, what would your years of wisdom in the Lord growing you in this be to them as we wrap up here. I, I think you touched on it, being around people that that do it. Because when we started doing those, uh, whether it was back to school, hot dogs, Thanksgiving, 4th of July, when you see the Lord at work in the midst of that and, and what it does for those who are growing there out, because mm -hmm. you know this, I had pastor after pastor ask, what do those outreaches do for the church? Right. How many how people? How many have people? Come? How much money? Yeah. That's right. And They're I'm like, like well, what? I'm not sure. <laughs> you know? We don't even have a clue. Yeah, yeah. I, we we've had people yeah. visit. Right. That's true. Not a ton though. Mm -hmm. Maybe not right. even as much as people would think. But I tell them, uh, we do it because of what it does for people yeah. who are growing in their ability to engage people with uh, the reality of the mm -hmm. goodness of God, mm -hmm. which is the gospel of God, and how it's a. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? It's a bridge builder. Yeah. Whether it's a hot dog or a soda, it's just kindness mm -hmm. in action. Right. And what that does is it can disarm. I think one of the traits in there was we love to, as a woo, you love to uh, see people's walls come down and mm -hmm. make them comfortable. Mm -hmm. Build I, connection. and Yeah. yeah I absolutely. even see that on Sunday when mm -hmm. I'm sharing. Mm -hmm. that I, I have said this many times. I am not up there... Uh, to hear myself talk, I really want them to get it. I really want them to see him. Mm -hmm. I really want them to understand. Right. That's why sometimes right. I will say, "Amen," yeah. or you yeah. know, uh, "Can I get a witness?" Mm -hmm. or you know, something mm -hmm. like that. Because I do want to connect with them. I want them to see him. Mm -hmm. Because Gretchen, to see mm -hmm. him is to know him, right. and to know him is to love him. And I think that's the other thing too. Not just being around people that uh, enjoy mm -hmm. the out. But I would really encourage you get to know him. Mm -hmm. The more you know him, perfect love kind of uh, breaks down those barriers and casts out fear, mm -hmm. including fears that, you know, that I had. Like, this just seems like such an uphill way. Well, after spending time mm -hmm. with him, I realized, wow, every human yeah. inwardly longs for him. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I want to read the scripture before um, you pray. John yeah. 17, 20 and 21. I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they all may be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. Mm. And that's what it's about. Like yeah. when we when we partner with him out in the unbelieving world, yeah. like they know he's real. Yeah. They know something's different. It's unity. It's a picture it of unity. It is unity. And if you read the book of Acts, guys, mm -hmm. I mean, just chapter two through chapter four, you're going to see mm -hmm. that. They're, yeah. they're oneness in community. That's what I meant. They didn't out-argue people. They right. out-loved people, and people were drawn to Christ in them. Yeah. 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 All right. 
All Anything right. else? And then pray for us. Well, Father, I, I just thank you for our time. And Lord, it is our desire that we live balanced lives in Christ, that we, first and foremost, it is you. It is you. We're going to spend eternity with you. And so I just thank you for those that are listening, their personal walk with you, Lord, that they would continue to grow in intimacy, that would grow in relationship and trust with you. And then, Lord, the end, that there are those that you do give us to walk with in uh, closeness and unity and togetherness, to even uh, advance the gospel of the kingdom together as a, as a close-knit group. But then, Lord, also out. I pray for those that do want to grow, want to experience more and more what it is to put your love and your goodness on display. I pray that they'd have divine connection. I pray, Lord, that they'd even have opportunity. Maybe they don't go here to Grace Church, but have opportunity within their local body, Lord, to just experience what it is to go be good uh, to humanity and just uh, put you on display for everybody to see. And then, Lord, in that, be available to have conversations heart to heart to get to the heart of the matter. I just thank you for it all in Jesus' name.